brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute radio. Alongside me is always Mr. Matt Dyson. Hello. And tucked securely behind the reinforced glass, it is Glamour. Good morning, guys. Hello. Good morning. <laughs> um, you've both recently washed your hair, I can tell. Then you've got a little. You both look like you've got a real bounce in your. In your really? Head. Well, I've uh, been told this is very bad for me. I wash it every day. Do you? Oh, yeah. And I actually haven't that. washed mine for three days. So oh, thank okay. you. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I've you, been compensating for Emma. <laughs> you both look great, by the way. That's all I wanted to say. Um, do you, fi- yeah, you find? You shouldn't wash your hair daily. Apparently, Bar- no. Barbara wants to gets rid of the natural oils. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Do you do this in the kind of afternoon slash evenings, or is this something part of your morning routine? It's part of a morning routine. Part of the morning routine. And in many ways, I'm offended that today is the first time you've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm awful. Yeah. Sorry, but maybe it's accumulated. This yeah. Is, you know, yeah. since we've been together, this is like six months of great hair washing. Of <laughs> Looking amazing. Um, so we received an email. You can email me anytime you like. It's Dave at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk, and this is after we were discussing is it weird that I and I, I confess for the first time and I don't think this is weird but I delete all of my inbox emails after I've dealt with them then I proceed to delete the sent item that has dealt with said inbox item then I delete them all from my trash it's weird yeah it's of freakish. course while <laughs> constantly <laughs> keeping half an eyeball on junk we don't that little bad boy filling up do we because I think I know where to get Viagra thanks very much for emailing me um, <laughs> it's a bit over the top shall we say maybe a bit excessive well I received this email uh, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk and this is what it says. And it's from Richard Foster, a.k.a. the Fosman in Nottingham. The subject heading was, I dare, dot, dot, dot. You not to delete this email for one week to test the limits of your OCD. It's not OCD, it's (laughs) organisation, there's a difference. (laughs) Regards, Fos in Nottingham. Wow. Yeah. He's goading you via email. (laughs) So you're taking on the challenge. Delete. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Go to trash. Delete from trash. (laughs) No mail. Perfect. (laughs) 17 minutes past six on your Thursday, where, as I say, you can email me about anything you like. I think we've proved that to be the case. It's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. And we received this lengthy correspondence... But my word, what a good one. And it starts, Morning, Dave. I am Lee from London, a sometimes texter to the show. I listen to the show whilst I drive into work, although I responsibly pull over if I do feel compelled to text in. Well done, Lee. Mm. The first leg of my journey is with my girlfriend, Veronica, who I drop off at North Greenwich Station. We are in the car together around 6.10 to 6.20am. Well, it's 6.17, so that's pretty much bang on. Uh, And I was hoping you could read this out on Thursday morning. Well, that's exactly what we're going to do. But right now, we're hoping, and obviously we are live, to cross directly to the car of Lee and Veronica as they make their way to work. They are both teachers. Hello? Lee, it's Dave Berry. Hi, Dave. How are you doing? Hello, Veronica. Yeah. Hi. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, Matt Dyson and the team are here as well. Um, Veronica, shall I tell you why we're calling you? Uh, that'll be great, yeah. <laughs> OK, well, um, as I was just saying to, to everybody else, uh, Lee did email us, and uh, he went on to say, six years ago, I moved into my house, which is fondly known as the Man Hut. Ugh, 
Um, sorry, a little bit of sick in my mouth there. Apologies, everyone. I was a single lad. I was a single lad creating amazing memories with a great group of friends. Despite protests that I enjoyed the single life, looking back, there was something missing. The thing I was missing came into my life when she walked into my school at the start of 2017. Lee goes on to point out that you're both teachers. From the moment we got together at a wedding on the 8th of July, I have been head over heels in love with her. Like you, Dave, I'm a man in my late, late 20s. <laughs> Last month, I celebrated my 29th birthday for the fourth time. I hear you, brother. Uh, and I am clearly punching, but my girlfriend is much more than beautiful on the outside. She is the most caring and thoughtful person I know and the most beautiful person on the inside. It is an honour to call her my girlfriend and she is also my best friend. Aww. Oh, I'm going to cry. OK, OK. Oh, if you yes. could, that would be brilliant. It's great for the radio. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we want to win more awards next year, so just keep those tears coming, Veronica. That's great. Uh, Lucy, sorry. sorry. Um, now, in the summer, my longest friend and housemate left the man hut. It is now just me in the man hut. The beer and empty takeaway boxes have been replaced by candles and cushions. I always joke that my girlfriend has forced me to make these changes, that I am unhappy and she's trying to move in against my will. The truth is... (laughs) The truth is nothing would make me happier than if she moved in. So, Dave, would you please ask Lucy Veronica Rivers if she would move in with me? As a sign of my serious, I need your help. I will banish the name Manhut and all of our yes. logos and branding. Yes, we were very sad. They will become just ashes. Thank you from Lee in London. So. Oh. Oh. Yes, of course I will. Oh, there we go. Excellent, excellent stuff. Yes. Well done. How lovely. Um, Lucy, how are you feeling? Um, Lee, thank you for getting in touch with the show. We're so happy to have helped in some small way. And, um, well, congratulations to you both. That's our pleasure. And just before I let you go, seriously, you named your house the Manhut, and it had its own logos and branding. (laughs) Yeah, you can you can find it on Google Maps. Oh, I don't don't think I want to be searching out, Lee. Um, Have yourselves a great day. Give it up for Lee and Lucy, everybody. There they are. Cheers, guys. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast, Absolute Radio. Time to exchange those little thoughts that pop into your mind first thing at eight twelve fifteen. Um, I'll start. Um, I, I woke up my first thought this morning. Did I really drop FIFA 19 down to the easiest level in order to gain Charlton Athletic promotion as the games quickly began to run out? I took the stabilizers off too quickly. Oh, I was on no. like, I was on not world class, the one below that. Uh, I'm in the relegation zone. I've got the paper thin squad of Charlton. I want to get out of League One. Um, Emmy, you look really bored by this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so into this FIFA chat we keep having. Couldn't be more excited. Who can blame you? I just hope that that face doesn't represent the listeners <laughs> for this particular part but what I've done Glenn my brother yeah. um, I've, I've dropped it down to the not only the level I was competent at playing at but the easiest level so I had like seven games left where they just stand still they yeah. just do I, and it's that's harder because it's really difficult to move out of the way because they just stood there <laughs> in the box <laughs> I actually run out of your way yeah. at one point in like a red arrows formation they were just getting out of the <laughs> really, way 14-0 yeah. my last like seven games well, congratulations were. what a hard fought victory <laughs> 
I won manager of the month, unsurprisingly. I've, this is I've done this before. I've, I, had to, ridiculous. I had to overturn. I had to overturn a 3-0 deficit in the Champions League against Real Madrid with my Man City team. And what I did was I just turned on the other controller and I didn't do anything. Oh, yeah. So that just stood still. And it was really I felt I felt guilty. I felt like that guy in Titanic who was one of the designers of the boat who gets in the escape boats and he just claims he claims he's one of the women and children yeah, first. Yeah. That is that's how I felt. I played with my, my dad plays it a lot as well and I, I had I saw I saw his game the other day and um, he puts all of his players only on his team up to the full speed and agility in the settings but takes the opponent down I've done that before <laughs> yeah you're terrible people goalkeeper error up <laughs> shot power up yeah this is madness like, I'm a method player I don't play anymore and, and part of the reason we know you're a method player anymore. you give interviews up yeah exactly <laughs> I take it serious you want to be? I want it to be real this yeah. is not real you two are living a lie okay what if you're just going to change it all it's not, it's not realistic it's, you don't achieve anything by changing whoa, the settings whoa whoa would it make you feel better if I'd sat there in my pants just said going well yes of course we're thrilled with the 14-0 win yes. we always saw it coming that <laughs> would help. it's not realistic Mbappe just joined Sheffield Wednesday on mine <laughs> <laughs> um, so there we go that was my first thought Matt what was yours? Uh, mine was a, an earworm going around my head an unexpected song in my head uh, this morning Look for a hundred calorie snacks to a day. <laughs> Sing it with me. Look for a hundred calorie snacks to a day, Max. Can't get rid of it. That now. was an advert about a year ago, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, for healthy eating. Yeah, okay. And still a great little ditty. I'm I sure remember on great. home time you particularly loved that advert. <laughs> I, did, I, I did love it. Yeah, I'm glad this it stayed with me. And I very rarely eat a hundred calorie snacks, but I still love the song. Well, you've got a pleasing earworm then. That's nice. Um, Dave, this is from Luke in Manchester. Typing minimum on a keyboard is like playing a really rubbish game of ping pong with your fingers. We'll let you contemplate yeah. that. Send him in at 8, 12, <laughs> The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. First thoughts. Dave, the only thing scarier that after seeing a spider in your room is not seeing the spider anymore. Uh, Says Gemma and Barney. I posted a picture of a spider that was in my kitchen on my Instagram yeah. a few days ago. Lots of comments underneath saying, please don't post pictures of spiders because when people were scrolling through, they don't like to come across no. suddenly a spider if you're arachnophobic. Mm. Was it a big one? Not really, but I've just I've got the new because I've got the new phone. I'm fascinated by the camera. Obviously, uh, I get yeah. a new phone like every five years. <laughs> yeah. So for me, that's like the latest tech. Yeah. I feel like I used to put a blanket, little blanket over my head and go <laughs> watch the birding with my old phone. Yeah. And now I've suddenly got this amazing camera, so I'm taking close-ups of things. But right, right, be, if you are going to post pictures of, your, of spiders on your Instagram, just be thoughtful towards those people out there that can't yeah. stand them. Exactly. Uh, right, tradespeople to the stars is one of our favourite features. If you're a tradesperson, whatever trade that may be, if you have plied it for the rich and famous, get in touch, email me, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk and this is what went down last time round. Good morning, Becky. Good morning. What's your trade? So, I was a driving instructor. You're a former driving instructor and yeah. who did you instruct to drive? Himesh Patel. Himesh Patel. Tamwa Masood from EastEnders oh. on the show, everyone! <laughs> Tamwa! Love that. <laughs> a son of Ahmed and Zainab, of course. Well, yeah. a much beloved character who was in EastEnders between 2007 and 2016. He was funny, yeah. wasn't he? I really liked him. Um, so how did you yeah. become his driving instructor? I used to live in the village that his mum and dad live in, and they run the local shop. Mm-hmm. And we were chatting one day, and his mum said, oh, he's not getting on with his driving, he doesn't like it. And so I said, well, do you want me to take him out? I'll see what I can do. And, and I took him out for a couple of hours, and then, and then that was it. He just 
Absolutely loved it. So, I think the big question next is, did he pass his driving test, Becky? He passed first time with one driving fault. Oh, well done. (laughs) So, did you get to... What was it like driving around with him? Were people kind of spotting him as you'd be going by? Oh, yeah. Getting so beeped by other drivers. <laughs> when we stopped to do manoeuvres, people used to just stand and watch us and I used to get really annoyed and uh, he'd just be like, calm down. They just recognise me. Himesh. <laughs> Dealing with his celebrity <laughs> early doors. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so did you ever get to meet any of the other cast members? Did you get to go on set enders? What What happened? No, but we did drive down to the studios. Um, we did stay in the area for a little while afterwards for a drink and things. Oh, yeah, night out home. with Fatboy okay. and all the gang. It's <laughs> <laughs> a day to the EastEnders reference for you. <laughs> <laughs> Pete was there. Um, <laughs> now, Pete <laughs> Yeah. Now, uh, Becky, if you went for a little drink, this leads us nicely onto the question, did Himesh at any point offer to make you or buy you a cup of tea or coffee? Not a cup of tea or coffee, but he did used to buy me drinks down the pub. Oh, Oh, your drinks down the pub? Again, your driving strands are drunk. (laughs) (laughs) I know, good idea. Um, Post-lesson. Becky, what an absolute pleasure. I imagine that um, Himesh would have um, told you tale of my appearance on EastEnders back in 2001. (laughs) Of course. Um, Hello, Babe, mum sends her love, the legendary line yeah, that I know yeah. that um, has been passed on to every actor who has appeared in EastEnders since that hallowed day. It's so, Sonia, wasn't it? You know, we haven't scene. got time to get into that right now. No, it's, it's fine. Um, Becky, thank you very much indeed for being our tradesperson to the stars. Have yourself a wonderful week. Thank you very much. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Well, this morning, we'd like to discuss our brushes with fame. Almost famous is what we're calling it. Get in touch at 8, 12, 15 or tweet us at Absolute Radio. Let's get a double whammy from Matt Dyson, first of all, shall we? It's the big two hitters we've got this morning. Yeah. What happened there? Uh, well, I alluded to it last week, I think, when I got my liver checked by Dr Chris on the show. Boom. So you go in, he, he was like checking about people's drinking levels and whether it affects their livers. I had mine checked. There was a, 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 a screen grab that I had of it. It just said, Matt Dyson binge, drink, binge drinks at weekends. That's a legendary category I was in, (laughs) and uh, he checked my liver, and he said it was all right, could be better. So he said he recommended taking a month off, and that repairs it. Good medical advice. So yeah, I was on there, went into the studio, had a chat with Pip, and everything. It was great. The next one was when I was on uh, Supermarket Sweep this morning. Bang! Supermarket Sweep. Boom! But I wasn't. I wasn't a contestant on Supermarket Sweep, but I was. I played a big part in in the episode uh, (laughs) because they used to film part of the trolley. Film it. In uh, central TV studios in Nottingham, and I went with some friends to watch it being recorded. And uh, Dale Winter was amazing. <laughs> Off camera, Dale is so. Oh, cool. I mean, Dale, he was yeah. great. It was a like legend. a stand-up routine. It was amazing. And then, but then during the final sweep, when they run around get, having to grab things in the supermarket in super fast time, yeah, I was there because they give out clues, and I was seen on camera, stood up in my chair, shouting "Lasagna, Lasagna," <laughs> and you could sit. And I was there for a good couple of seconds. So I, it was quite a big role in that episode. I think. So from a liver check to shouting the word "Lasagna." Yeah. Um, on prime time daytime ITV. It's as big as it got. No, it's good. And <laughs> <laughs> now this show. Yeah. Um, well, thank you, Matt. That's a, that's a great way to get the ball rolling. Another Matt got in touch saying, Dave, when I was at school, I learned the guitar. There was a person the year above who asked if I wanted to go and jam with his band and a few friends. I missed it because I had 
extra maths tuition oh, after no. school that day. No, the no. band continued no. without me and God. are now known as Mumford and Sons. No. <laughs> oh, no. Matt concludes his message with just great. <laughs> Oh, but how good is he at maths? Yeah, yeah, we don't know. I know. He's we got hope, an A-star in yeah. maths. We hope you're a maths professor, Matt. We really, really do. Oh um, many years ago, the BBC filmed an episode of Songs of Praise in my local village. My brother and I were part of the village choir back then, and we bigged up to our friends that we were going to be on TV and ultimately become A-list celebrities. <laughs> Unfortunately, we didn't feature, uh, but my mum did as she turned around to look at a tapestry that presenter Mary Rhodes was talking about. 15 minutes of fame shot down in flames. Oh, that's from Richard. That's the worst one when you get edited out in the <laughs> when you think you're going to be in something and then you end up on the cutting room floor. That's not good, is it? If that's happened to you, this is the place to share. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Dave, I won a reality TV show once. Uh, this is from Susan Boyle in Scotland. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> phone Shop Idol on BBC Two. Ring any bells? Phone shop idol. Yeah. I remember Pop Idol. I remember the show yeah. Phone Shop. Phone Shop yeah. great. I love that. Sitcom. Well, a creative at the BBC, as they often do, smashed those two things together. <laughs> yeah. um, and that's basically how you come up with a lot of TV formats. Stream it watch. Writing it down. <laughs> Get Lynn to send a fruit basket to the BBC. <laughs> um, phone Shop Idol on BBC Two. The series lasted for six weeks, and I went on to win the trophy. I was recognised a lot of the time and very occasionally still get spotted now oh, from Claire wow. Brooks. Well, congratulations to you, Claire. Um, Nick Bruzon, a regular tweet of the show, which is always nice. I appeared on TV's Bargain Hunt last year. I was convinced we were going to wipe the floor of our opponents and go on to become international antiques experts. We made a loss on all four items. Um, <laughs> so this is your almost famous, your brushes with fame. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Hi, Dave. Richard Hammond had a science show on CBBC about ten years ago. Me and my brother were in the audience and Richard asked a science question to us. I put my hand up and he asked me what I thought was the answer. I said, one million. He said, the answer is three. It's from Aaron from Basildon. <laughs> almost famous. Um, I was almost famous when I was on the set at Holby City earlier this year uh, with a neuro-navigation medical device. I put my brain on screen and my brain made TV. Oh. It's a niche I'm starting of brain acting from Adam. <laughs> Very impressive. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. And right now we're asking you to tell us the time you were almost famous. And Daniela has got in touch saying, Morning, Dave. I was a telephonist, telephonist, a teller, well, someone who answered the phones. Um, <laughs> I was number 24 on talking telephone numbers for Series oh, 2. Once had the jackpot prize and tried really, really hard to get my caller to say the right answer, but the silly sausage wouldn't change his original oh. answer. He missed his jackpot and I missed my close-up with Pip Schofield. Oh, oh, oh sorry about that, Daniela. Um, Dave, when I was about six, me and my dad went to an Arsenal match. After the game, my dad was interviewed by Sky.
Sky Sports for his view on the game. I was sat on his shoulders at the time, so when it was shown on TV, my entire body was seen, apart from from the neck upwards. Oh. So close, says Jordan from oh, Stain. So close. I was an extra on Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant's Extras. Oh. Uh, I was specifically known for the moment of shock and bemused awe when Ricky booted Warwick Davis in the face. Oh, yeah. And that's from David Martin. Thank you very much indeed for those. Uh, So so many of you were almost famous, and it was good of you to share your tales. Right, coming up next, well, Matt Dyson's been going through Twitter and Instagram, so you don't have to. He will arm you with the social media you need as you head into your Thursday next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. The trending topics from around the world brought to you right now in Matt Dyson's Social Ammo. <laughs> I haven't heard, I haven't, just to give you a little backstory, I haven't heard this background music. It's the first time we've had a, a designated theme tune to this feature. Um, just before we went live then, when we had 10 seconds to go, producer Mike went, by the way, guys, this is quite jazzy and science-y. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Oh, oh tomorrow as well. Yeah. Wow, it's like Einstein's saxophone. <laughs> yes. So, Matt, uh, you've been, you've logged on to your Spectrum 48K. Yes. <laughs> I have, yeah, and uh, I've loaded up some social ammunition. I know there's been a lot of resistance uh, from you to the story about the ecstasy-soaked octopuses, yeah. but it could be worth looking into no, this in further today, detail. Today, I think maybe not. This is it now. Okay. Stop. Okay. Please stop. Um, <laughs> A woman who took an emotional support squirrel on a flight <laughs> in the States. No, no she got no, choked off. She got I choked mean, off. Unsurprisingly. Okay, good. Uh, in football news, Italy have added uh, to their UEFA Nations League squad by calling up Kevin Lasagna. No! Have you seen this guy? 26-year-old striker plays for Udinese. Kevin Lasagna? Kevin Lasagna. That's such like a typically English name and then Lasagna. It's a great combination. It's like me it? being called Luigi Toad in the Hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is, yeah. Okay, we'll do the Ladybird update then because this is big. We oh. touched on this yesterday. It's the big story in the UK, UK today, the ladybird invasion. It all sounded great, it all sounded lovely yesterday, didn't it? The collective noun for a group of them being called a loveliness. A loveliness oh, of ladybirds. A loveliness of ladybirds, but they're swarming all over the UK and it may not be as lovely as we first thought. Why? Are, What's happening? There are reports this morning about, get this, cannibal ladybirds. <laughs> Wow. Carrying STIs and oh. wreaking havoc. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. STIs for other animals not for so, humans? Yes, for other animals, oh, okay. yeah. Not so lovely. Insects, the Harlequin ladybird, yeah. also known as the Halloween ladybug. That's the American version. Okay. But a bit sinister as well. It's carrying a, a fungal infection that gives to an, other insects and has an unpleasant stink and stains furniture. They've even been known to bite people. Apparently, <laughs> ladybirds. The ladybirds. This is because of the long hot summer. They've been flying from Asia and North America to mild or on mild autumn winds and coming to the UK. Uh, they've been reported in Birmingham, Manchester, Norfolk, Loughborough, Gloucester. They've even affected some Premier League footballers. I don't know if you know about this. Phil Jones, the Manchester United defender, and his teammate Johnny Evans have yeah. both had to call in exterminators because their house houses are infested with the Harlequin cannibal ladybird. Look out for them, that's all I'm saying. And that there is your social ammo. <laughs> The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. It's just sad to watch, really. 
producer Mark, a grown man, a married father of one, <laughs> claiming that someone has texted into the show asking what is the name of the artist and the title of the social ammo jazzy background music. <laughs> it's from Anonymous, never yeah, texted the show right. before. Yeah, OK. Uh, right. But Matt, the Ladybird story, this is affecting real life. Well, yeah, it really is. We just had a text from Rachel in Birmingham. He says, uh, I was walking the dog in the park yesterday and was plagued by the biting Harlequin ladybirds. Ooh. They have really sharp teeth. Oh, there were swarms of them, the evil little blighters. Oh, that's not good, is it? No. Be vigilant, people. Be vigilant. Every Thursday, we like to join one of your clubs. The more interesting and unusual, the better. To date, we are fully paid up members of the Cloud Appreciation Society, the Pylon Club, the Roundabout Appreciation Society, an Historical Mining Society, the Dull Men's Club, the Apostrophe Protection Society, and, of course, the Rhythm and Balls Juggling Club. And today, we take flight with pigeon fancier Ian Evans, who is the CEO of the Royal Pigeon Racing Association. Good morning to you, Ian. Good morning. Thank you for inviting me on. Oh, it's such a pleasure. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Um, So you're in South Wales. Yeah. And uh, as I say, you are the CEO. Uh, You're looking to recruit new members, I believe, Ian. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We, we are trying to trying to um, raise awareness that the, the sport exists and, and hopefully increase participation. Um, and we're doing this in a number of ways. Um, we, we're targeting two age groups, um, young people who so have school age and, and retired people who perhaps have a bit of more spare time. Um, and we've actually, you know, we, with the young people, we've got projects in schools where we've, we've erected pigeon lofts and obviously given pigeons. Um, put a, put a mentor to, to help the children look after the school and actually take part in racing. And then the school actually build the, the, the pigeon project into their, their curriculum, into lessons such as maths, mm. because the, the, the results of races are worked out on the highest average velocity, not just the first pigeon home, because some of them are flying further distances, mm. uh, into geography lessons and history lessons where they learn about all, all the um, lives that the pigeons saved by carrying messages in, in both world wars. Well, how amazing. Uh, there's more information, www.rpra.org. Um, so, yeah, let me ask you, you know, I, what I'd like to know is, are there any famous pigeon fanciers? You know, it's very important for me as, you know, a B-list celebrity that I know other famous <laughs> folks are involved in the club. So hit me with some big names. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've got um, Trevor Francis, who's a former England captain, obviously, and Tottenham manager. Yeah. Uh, he, he actively races pigeons. Duncan Ferguson, another professional footballer. But I suppose the, the biggest name is Her Majesty the Queen herself. He, he races pigeons from, from Sandringham uh, and has actually a third-generation pigeon racer. Wow, what a celebrity come down with me line-up that would be. <laughs> it's absolutely <Yeah>. amazing. <laughs> um, so let, let's talk about the pigeons themselves. Um, how fast and far can they fly? Well, they can fly at average speeds of over 60 miles an hour um, with, a, with a helping wind. Um, but typically, it's speeds between 45 and 50 miles an hour. Uh, the, shortest, the shortest race is um, 60 miles, and the furthest race is, is over 600 miles, uh, where the pigeons are taking distances away from their lofts, liberated, and then they all race home. Um, you know, and, and it's not just, you know, they can, they can fly 45, 50 miles an hour for 14 hours without non-stop. There's no other creature on the planet that can match their, their mix with speed and endurance. Wow, OK. So is it wrong of me that when I see a massive collection of them on Kilburn High Road, I cross over? <laughs> Shall I stop doing that? <laughs> <laughs> it's just that the thing about pigeons is whilst, you know, they're, they're racing and that's great and they're flying to Barcelona and far-off cities and, you know, they've got the speed and endurance of no other creature on planet Earth, but also it's quite scary when you think one's going to fly up in your face. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of misunderstanding out there over pigeons. I mean, the first thing to mention is the racing pigeons, although biologically they're the same as the pigeons you'd see in the towns and cities, they are very different to those birds. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of misunderstanding out there, which in terms of pigeons and disease, I mean, it's it's a lot of nonsense, really. There's, I don't think there's any there's ever any kind of recorded case of a disease being passed passed on from a pigeon to, to a human being. I mean, you can develop allergies to them over time like you can with any kind of animal. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's that's just a myth which has been put out there, yeah. you know. I suppose um, by pest control authorities and different people. Right. Okay. I mean, I, I, as I just I say, I, I've got I hadn't even concerned myself with the fact that I might catch something from a pigeon. It's just that I look really <laughs> stupid walking down the road and I suddenly go ah and duck <laughs> yeah. out of the way. I just feel, feel so wow. desperately uncool. Um, people are already getting in touch here, Ian. You'll be pleased to know. Dan in Guildford Good. says, Dave and the team, please ask Ian. I've heard a rumor that boxer Mike Tyson is a pigeon fancier. Yeah, Mike Tyson. Yeah, he's 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 a, he's a very keen pigeon fancy and has been since a child and still actively takes part in uh, in in America. There, yeah. Wow, yeah. that's that's amazing. Thanks for getting in touch, Dan and Guilford. Thanks for clarifying that, Ian. Um, so, how much do these kind of the, the top breed racing pigeons go for? Is, is there a, is there a most expensive pigeon in history? And if so, how much was that little bad boy? <laughs> Right, OK. I mean, the first, the first thing to mention is if you want to start up in the sport, you know, m- m- current members would give pigeons to, to people to get them started. Oh, that's nice. And, and the kind of price range starts from, you know, very, very small amounts. But recently, the, the, the world record has been broken, which is um, actually stands now at uh, half a million euros for one <gasps> pigeon. For one pigeon? Who bought what? Yeah. It was a Banksy as well, and it just started to shred <laughs> as they bought it. Um, so uh, this was bought by a Chinese racer, we believe, and it was a breed of Belgian pigeon. Is that correct? That's right, yeah. There's actually a Romanian, uh, Romanian gentleman who, who's actually living now in, in Belgium and raced this pigeon. The pigeon was born in 2015. He raced it over a few years and he had a really, really successful racing, racing career over two or three years, um, which attracted interest then from, from the Chinese. It's actually a, a growing sport in, in China. Wow. And they tend to be paying a lot, a lot big money for the birds. Wow, selling a pigeon for 500,000 euros, that really is quite a coup. <laughs> oh, dear. Chicago <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay, no. let's move on, shall we? Um, <laughs> Ian, do you talk to your pigeons? Do you go coo to your pigeons? Tell me you do. Yeah, we, we don't call to them, though. No, we no. do talk to them. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, you want to be familiar with you and uh, and uh, team and, uh, and and to trust you, I suppose. So yeah, yeah, we do talk. Yeah, you want them to come back as well, don't you? Especially exactly. if you spent half a million. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to throw that out the window. Please come back, please. <laughs> um, Ian, it has been such a pleasure talking to you. What a charming guy you are, and we love the fact that you're getting young people interested in this. And once again, if you want to find out more information for yourself, your family, your school, whatever it may be, it is rpra.org. Uh, give it up for Ian in South Wales, everybody. Thanks, Ian. Thank you, Thank you. Good man. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Uh, now it is time once again for the section of the show, Corrections and Clarifications. <laughs> it is not Trevor Francis who is a pigeon uh, fancier. It is Jerry Francis. Jerry Francis, <laughs> yes. Jerry Francis. He of the, the huge mullets, of course. The, the, the mulwar fame, yes. Probably indeed. keep some pigeons in that. <laughs> 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 They'd be cosy in there. Yeah. Wouldn't that be lovely if they just pop oh. their little heads out every now and again? Just have a little oh, terrifying. When he's <laughs> on the sports, back in. Yeah. Oh, really nice. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> is he going to sign a new deal? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what a lovely image. Anyway, there we go. Yes, um, it is, of course, Jerry Francis, who is a pigeon fancier. <laughs> Top five things I thought I'd never say out loud on the radio. <laughs> Number three. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Now, as I say, frequently on the show, you can email me anytime you like 
about anything you like. Email dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. We received one this morning and this is what went down. Morning, Dave. I am Lee from London, a sometimes texter to the show. I listen to the show whilst I'm driving to work, although I responsibly pull over if I do feel compelled to text in. Well done, Lee. Mm. The first leg of my journey is with my girlfriend, who I drop off at North Greenwich Station. We are in the car together around 6.10 to 6.20am, and I was hoping you could read this out on Thursday morning. Well, that's exactly what we're going to do, but right now we're hoping to cross directly to the car as they make their way to work. They are both teachers. Hello? Lee, it's Dave Berry. Hi, Dave. Hi! Surprise! <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> um, Matt Dyson and the team are here as well. Um, shall I tell you why we're calling you? Uh, that'll be great, yeah. <laughs> OK, well, um, as I was just saying to, to everybody else, uh, Lee did email us, and uh, he went on to say, six years ago, I moved into my house, which is fondly known as the Man Hut. I was a single lad... <laughs> I was a single lad creating amazing memories with a great group of friends. Despite protests that I enjoyed the single life, looking back, there was something missing. The thing I was missing came into my life when she walked into my school at the start of 2017. Lee goes on to point out that you're both teachers. From the moment we got together at a wedding on the 8th of July, I have been head over heels in love with her. Like you, Dave, I'm a man in my late, late 20s. <laughs> Last month, I celebrated my 29th birthday for the fourth time. I hear you, brother. Uh, and I am clearly punching, but my girlfriend is much more than beautiful on the outside. She's the most caring and thoughtful person I know and the most beautiful person on the inside. It is an honour to call her my girlfriend, and she is also my best friend. Oh, I'm going to cry. OK, OK. If you yes. could, that'd be brilliant. It's great for the radio. Yeah. <laughs> it is now just me in the man hut. The beer and empty takeaway boxes have been replaced by candles and cushions. I always joke that my girlfriend has forced me to make these changes, that I am unhappy and she's trying to move in against my will. The truth is... <laughs> the truth is nothing would make me happier than if she moved in. So, Dave, would you please ask Lucy... Veronica Rivers if she would move in with me. As a sign of my serious, I need your help. I will banish the name Manhut and all of our yes. logos and branding. Yes, we were very sad. <laughs> they will become just ashes. Thank you from Lee in London. So... <laughs> Yes. Well done. How lovely. Um, Lucy, how are you feeling? Um, mixture of emotions. Um, quite shocked, but I can't stop smiling, so I guess that's a good thing. It's a very good thing for 6.20 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lee, thank you for getting in touch with the show. We're so happy to have helped in some small way. And, um, well, congratulations to you both. Yes, so, so, so much, Dave. That's our pleasure. And just before I let you go, seriously, you named your house the Manhut, and it had its own logos and branding. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can find it on Google Maps. I think. Oh, I don't, I don't think I want to be searching it out, Lee. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Oh, nasty scenes here at Absolute Radio <laughs> as the team in this studio turn on each other because of wordplay. <laughs> So after we joined the Royal Pigeon Racing Association earlier and spoke to the wonderful Ian Evans, who's the CEO, we decided that the topic for the Daily Smash will be birds and the playlist. And as I say, things have got nasty in here. 
not because Matt was going to put forward Owl Gallagher instead of Noel Gallagher. <laughs> Owl Gallagher. I've decided against it. I mean, mm. you know, don't reveal the workings. And then I got ridiculed for <laughs> well, here he comes, Mag Hard Pie, which I thought was pretty good. Uh, what? Mag yeah. Hard Pie. pie instead of Hard Fight. Hard Fight. Mag Pie. You can't put a word no. in the middle. Mag yeah. You can't. Mag no, it needs explaining. Thank you. Well, let's all, let's all as we do every so often, let's stop and, and hashtag pray for producer Mark, who has... Yeah. Who's uh-huh. come up with the notorious P I G E O N? That's good. <laughs> That's that is good. really good. Until you get to the E O N. E O N. Notorious P I G E O N. It would work better with farm animals. Yeah, yeah. Just the notorious oh, P I G. Yeah, that would have been, yeah, been great. But we're, that, we're, we're running out of things to smash together, so don't give them away. <laughs> That'll probably happen around Save Tuesday next one. week. Um, so I've also got um, Chick Fleetwood Pigeon. Oh, man. What about Flamingo Lips? <laughs> oh, what yeah, about... Flaming Lips, good, good. Yeah, that's yeah, okay. that is good. What about Deacon Blue Tit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Yeah, you've redeemed you yourself. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> Come then, Matt. Uh, okay. we, we've just, just Matt's calling this an owl special. <laughs> right. Uh, weird Owl Yankovic. Yeah? It's one for the 80s heads out there. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Claire. You can call me Owl. Yeah. Damon Albarn, Owl. <laughs> That's good. Thank you. That is good. And Natalie Imbruglia's Torn, E-Owl. <laughs> 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 Excellent work, actually, uh, Matt. I'll take it all back. Right. Emma! We had a double whammy on Paul Simon. You can call me Albatross. Oh, oh wow. yes. nice. Oh, good. I also got Chaka Toucan, <laughs> Ronnie Wood, Pecker, <laughs> yeah, and oh, B.B. Wow. King Fisher. Oh, wow. B.B. King Fisher, nice. Excellent. Glenn? Uh, new Kids on the Flock. Uh, yeah, it's good. <laughs> Gannett Jackson. Yay! And Fudgy Holly. <laughs> <laughs> So there we go. As things turn nasty in the studio, it is over to you. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Matt, what came flying in from Twitter? Okay, well, you've got... That's good, yeah, yeah. Uh, I hate myself. Don't worry, I hate myself. It's fine. I liked it. Uh, Jude Broad on Twitter, who's an Aston Villa fan living in Devon, has suggested a couple. Emu2, Liam Gulliger. As oh, well. that's good. P- that's good. Puffin Lee Quay is from Gallagher. <laughs> wow. Uh, Tim Stubbs suggests Eminhem. 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 What? What is it's that? It's hard to move me on, to do it. Having a bit of a breakdown, everyone. We're going to take five minutes. Eminhem. Eminhem. <laughs> Wait, what's it? It looks better in M and M and then hen. Oh, hen. M and hen. M and hen. It looks a lot better in Dan, let me just say. I've really not done it justice. Sorry, Tim. And Di Matson has suggested a Motley Crow. Motley Crow, very nice. Uh, two Can Play That Game by Bobby Brown. Vulture Club from Robin Cardiff. Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark. Oh. Nick from Nebworth. Anything by Finchy Strider. That's from Parchal in Cambridge. Nice. Quack Sabbath. Goose Springsteen. Oh, yes. Duck Berry. Or, of course, the Red Hot Chicken Peckers. <laughs> A double whammy for Andy of Ken. And finally, thank you for getting in touch. The Sex Kestrels. (laughs) (laughs) Great work. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. God, you guys have been good today. Thank you so much. From the moment we came on air at 6am right now, until right now, you've just been... On fine form. Thanks for getting in touch with the show and thanks for tuning in. Oh, I thought you were talking to me. No, <laughs> not you two. No, you two have been... A, you've been a good six, though. Six out of ten today. Good. Average. 
<laughs> no, you've been great as always. Um, the millennials trapped behind the glass. Um, Glenn, we found out today, washes his hair every, every single day. morning. Yeah, that's made me panic now. I didn't realise it's going to lead me to an early grave or something. Do you towel dry every morning? Or <laughs> yeah, I mean, this clearly is not styled, is it? So I just, I just sort of let it dry in the car. There is something I would, I would, li- I would like to run my fingers through your hair one day, Glenn. <laughs> oh, it's got a lustrous sheen. Maybe, maybe at the Christmas bash. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Um, anyway, uh, I would suggest you download the daily podcast. You can get that from all the usual places. And of course, after yesterday's How Seldom We Walked, there could be only one name for the podcast today. And that is, of course, Jerry Francis's mullet brings all the pigeons to the yard. <laughs> <laughs> Until tomorrow when you wake up. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.